Welcome. Get ready to change your vibe and get energized. You are listening to the Next Level Woman podcast, and I am your host, mentor, and coach, Theogenosis. I am obsessed with bringing you real conversations on empowering your life, amplifying your business, loving your relationships, and expanding your abundance. This podcast will be infused with all the knowledge you need to be the next level woman. Join me for today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to, to this week's episode. I am so super excited because I have Lindsay Dam on, who's going to join us today for all sorts of great discussions on all things spiritual, all things energetic, all things, who knows where we're going to go with this conversation. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know Lindsay, she's a spiritual healer and a law of attraction mentor working with female entrepreneurs. So I know that all of you listening can align to any of those categories. And um, so Lindsay, I would love to just kind of jump in there and why don't you tell us about yourself? Tell us, tell us something that's super cool and awesome and special about you. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> just like, that feels like a lot of pressure right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say thank you, Theo, for having me on. It's an absolute honor to be on your podcast. And just anytime we get to connect is, is a delight. So thank you so much for that. And yeah, gosh, something about me. So, you know, I've always kind of been that person that doesn't do things the way everybody else does. <laughs> I'm yay, sure plenty of your <laughs> listeners will be able to relate to that. I have tried doing things the way other people did, and it just it's just never been my style, you know? So um, I ever since I was a little kid, I was always kind of just off on my own. You'll see family pictures, and everyone's looking at the smoke camera smiling and I'm like running in the background swinging on a rope swing or whatever and but you know it's yeah that's just kind of me I'm, I'm very much a person of passion of love of really wanting to help I've always been a healer I've always been a nurturer I've always been a helper but also with this kind of rebellious side of you know what I'm gonna do it in my <laughs> I love it. I love the rebel side of things. I love it. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it wasn't always easy. You know, I had moments I dropped out of high school when I two years early and I graduated from high school a year and a half early uh, after I dropped out and went and got my diploma with honors just through a different program, which nowadays is kind of normal. But at the, in those days, it was very abnormal. So I had a lot of fights with my parents and and you know a lot of stubbornness and I'm so grateful for it and uh yeah it, it's really allowed me to pave the way for many of my dreams and realities that I get to experience now so well and I think that's super awesome and you know I, I for me I also never wanted to do things what everybody else was doing I mean it was almost to the point where if everybody else is choosing white I'm going to choose black or if everybody else is writing the story, then I'm going to, you know, act the story out. It was like almost to the point. It, it was very deliberate and it, it, it made for um, some isolation because it's bucking the system. It's going against the norm. So, um, and, and you I, know what I just realized about this just in the last few months is that quality though just leads to so much bravery and courage because it's hard to not just go with the flow. And, you know, everyone, I was getting seated to go to Pepperdine to play water polo and go to four-year college and all this. And nope, I knew I was going to be a massage therapist and I was going to work for myself. And so, you know, I went against what everybody was saying I should do and went towards what I wanted to do. And you know, I had my first license and career set for me at the age of 19. So, um, but you know, it's, it's daunting and it really does take a lot of courage and bravery. And that's only something that I've really allowed myself to recognize and really honor myself for. And it's hard. It's hard. 
So you've really been in the entrepreneurial world for quite some time then. <laughs> I have been a full-time entrepreneur for 14 and a half years now. So Yay! I'm, yeah, I started my first business when I was 23. I was sick and tired of working for other people, not getting treated well, not making much money. And I gave my two weeks notice on a whim with no plan. And within four days, I'd manifested an office space. Somebody reached out to me, no idea, knowing I was looking for a massage space and offered it to me. It was right in the area I wanted. It was a perfect rate. And I gave myself a year to be successful. And if not, I could always go get another job. And I sold that business 11 years later. Oh, I love that. I, I just love, and, and you're right. It is being, you know, it is being brave and it is a special characteristic. Although I really have this belief that every woman has that desire within them. And it really is a matter of how does it get sparked and who are they with? And, you know, do they keep quiet and keep small versus, just like you said, bucking the system and going against the grade. And, you know, what is that unique piece that really lights us up? Um, you know, that's a really great question. And I can answer that for myself. And, you know, I know there are a lot of different variables in your astrological chart and your personality and your human design and all that. Uh, and perhaps just your level of stubbornness for me, <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm the kind of person where I just have to get to the end of my rope and or at least in that part of my life, you know, I've learned to trust and follow my intuition so much and particularly being an entrepreneur and, and now I'm an entrepreneur with a full, at, well, being a full-time single parent and it's just, you know, I don't have patience to get to the end of my rope anymore and it's, I've just learned to lean into my trust and intuition. But back in those days, you know, when I was just really starting out, it was very much a, you know, I used to be a huge people pleaser and it was like, all of a sudden I just couldn't take it anymore. And that's when I would say enough. And it was when I got to that point where enough was enough, that's when I would take those next steps and, and make things happen. And so tell us a little bit about like what, what was the turning point for you? What led you in, in a deeper, different direction than where you already were? So, uh, you know, there was so much in high school. It was just, you know, I was miserable. I was unhappy. I was smoking way too much pot and, you know, depressed. <laughs> and, you know, I just didn't really have a good click of friends. And, and I, you know, everyone was going off in this one direction and I wanted something different. I didn't want the same thing that everybody wanted or I didn't want to get there the same way everybody wanted. And, and so, you know, that led to at that point in my time and that point in my life was the biggest leap of faith I had taken at that at then. And really my first leap of faith, which was to drop out of high school and go, you know, this is before people had internet in their houses. And, you know, I went and found this program at a community college where I could get my diploma and graduate on my own time. And, and then it was, you know, leaving this job. And when I left that, the last job I had where I worked for someone, it was, I worked for my friend's dad and I've known him since I was six years old. He was my soccer coach growing up and she and I had been best friends and, and things really changed when I started working for him and we had the same job title and she just kind of took that as permission to really treat me like garbage. And it just got, this was right around the time when text messaging was just starting. So, you know, everyone had a flip phone and, you know, <laughs> you had to click the numbers so many times and, and, and I would just get these awful, awful text messages from her. I mean, you know, it was really terrible. And, you know, I credit her with my, this wrinkle on my forehead <laughs> and, it was, and it was just, you know, so stressful. And this is, you know, had been my best friend since I was six years old and, and her dad, wouldn't really, he felt he had his hands tied and couldn't really say anything. And so after it was just months of being treated like this and my boyfriend and all of our mutual friends and people at the, the, we were, we advertised cars for car dealerships. So the managers and everyone would say like, you know, you can't talk to her like this. And she just, you know, felt that she had this permission. And so anyways, it was just 
months and months and months and months and months. And I, you know, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I, I called my boss and I said, Gary, I can't do it anymore. I quit. And all he said was, I understand. I'm really sorry. And, you know, and then it was like, I had a massage license for four years. I was doing it part-time on the side, doing house calls just because it was something I loved to do. And I was doing, charging $25 an hour to drive to someone's house. And, you know, they were complaining that that was too much money and it was, you know, driving through traffic. And so this is where like a lot of money mindset stuff kind of really started for me. But when I, I got this offer, a friend of mine had called me and said, Hey, so-and-so is going on maternity leave. And this is a funny synchronicity for when I sold my business and need someone to sublet her massage days. So are you interested? And I said, Oh my gosh, I've been looking for a place. I just, just quit my job. Yes. And so I started right there and, you know, I started a week later and all of a sudden started making $60 an hour, which to a 23 year old was like, Oh, sure. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> you hit the, hit the big time. that was amazing. And so I was working less and making more and I was just having so much fun and just, just so much more freedom. And I was really making a positive impact in the world. And that was incredible. And, and, you know, it was really in alignment with what I'd been doing naturally my whole life. I'd always done massage my whole life but at parties, everyone on our, my swim team growing up, they all knew I did massage and lifeguarding. I was always massaging like everywhere I went, I was, you know, always massaging and there's a, a long drawn out history with that. And so it was just like, I finally found alignment, although I didn't really know that term yet or anything like that. And, you know, I really kind of found myself in this beautiful space where I was really able to create this life that I wanted for myself. And, you know, I, I again, as I said earlier, I gave myself a year to be successful. And if I wasn't successful, I could always get a job. And when I found myself pregnant, I found myself pregnant from rape, which was then what led to my last big giant leap of faith, um, was I decided I wanted, different, I wanted a different life for myself and I wanted a different life for my son because with that business, I was trading dollars for hours and I was at the height of how much money I could make with that business model. And, you know, I knew without a shadow of a doubt, you know, I was so know in the end I mean incredibly grateful that I was pregnant it was not at all the way I'd ever intended getting pregnant <laughs> right uh, but you know it really I took it as okay this is the universe God now giving me permission to really create the life that I wanted and I found myself stuck in my previous business for about five years I wanted more freedom you know, every time I had, I went traveling or went on vacation, I had to shut my business down. And so I just, I wanted to create a business where I could spend more time with my son and not pay a daycare and then only have X amount of dollars left over where, you know, I wanted something where I could have an unlimited potentiality for how much money I could make. And I wanted freedom so that I could be home with my son and I could be a presence in his life. Cause I know so many people who they just spend all day at a job and their kids are all day at daycare and, you know, and even before they go to preschool, you know, so it's like, they just, there's so much less connection than there could be. And, or they sacrifice half of their family income so that one parent can stay home. And I was like, well, I'm one parent, I'm a single parent. And I just, I don't want any of that. Like that's, you know, again, like the rebellious yeah. part of me, I was like, no, this is not what I'm okay with. So I sold my business when I went on maternity leave and was like, you know what? I, I was seeing people making it online. It was just kind of like coaching and whatever was just kind of becoming mainstream. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but damn it, <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> and so it was kind of like when I started my first business, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And, you know, and so it was a big learning curve because it's very different to build a 
online business than it is a brick and mortar business. And, you know, and I, I, it allowed me, I went so much deeper in my, I had to because of my own healing from, from rape and sexual assault. And in that same time, my dad died and I found his body. And so it was just, Oh my goodness. Trauma in a very short period of time. He was, uh, I think I was five and a half months pregnant or about six months pregnant when my dad died. And so it was just, you know, kind of trauma after trauma. And there were other little bits and pieces there. And, and so it was just, I had to take all this healing work that I've been kind of gathering and I had done for my clients for a long time. Cause I'd always done energy work. I'd always done guided meditations with people. And, but now I really had to take it just to exponential new levels within myself. And I had to be able to do that within myself because there's no way I could do that for anyone else, you know, to the depths that I really wanted to. And it wasn't even, I didn't even realize at the time the level of work that I was going to be doing with people that I'm doing now, but that was all the stuff that I had to shed. I had to go through in order to be able to, you know, not only show people that it's possible, but, and, and to create the life that I wanted to create, is it absolutely necessary? But uh, ultimately in order to fulfill my, my purpose, you know, and, right. and none of that I was aware of at the time. It's just from going through it. I just knew that I had to get through it, you know, and now that I'm on the other side, I can see all the incredible reasons and gifts that that offered me. Um, but yeah, so it was, you know, that was kind of like in that essence, that was just, it was one final straw after another. And it was when I, you know, again, I I got pregnant from sexual assault and yeah, I had to move and I was dealing with, you know, stalker issues and stuff like that from him. And then when I, it was when I found my, my dad's body, that's when I looked up at the sky and I said, this is enough. (laughs) So that was for me, the end of the, like, I was no more. And so, uh, you know, there was just so much healing that took place. And, and for me, I wanted to do as much of it as I could before my son was born. And, you know, and I, there's, there's still always healing to do when I said sure. first year of his life really doing so much as well. But, uh, you know, it was like, okay, I want something different. So I'm going to have to do something different. I'm really going to have to have to take care of this stuff. So. That's an, that's an incredible story. And, and one that really shows, you know, your commitment to yourself and to your at that time, unborn son. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think <clears throat> we often experience we all have different stories we all have different levels and it's so interesting because I remember getting to a point in my life where it was like I kept hearing you know I kept hearing that saying you know the universe never gives you more than you can handle and I remember at one point going seriously it's like okay I'm thinking I'm topped out here but apparently you think I've got more strength it's like all right. Um, but, and, and I think that is, you know, it's a credit to us as women being the spiritual beings that we are, that we didn't back down. We didn't give up. We didn't start self-medicating. We didn't, you know, um, you know, in my case, it was also for my, for my kids at this time as well. I was in a situation, um, where there, it was not a healthy relationship. And I needed to, I really, really remember feeling like I was going insane. And it was my kids that really kept me focused. They were four and five at the time. And it was like, we need to have a different life. I, I can't do this with with um, the situation the way it was. And so I left their dad with, yeah. with them yeah. and um, created some distance and really tried to see what was going to work. And I remember thinking at the time, you know, it wasn't my ideal way to have a family. That wasn't my vision. I came from a dysfunctional, broken home. It was, I didn't want to do that for my kids. Yeah. But yet at the time, it really, really felt like this is just what needs to happen. And it's interesting how all of those life challenges we all experience at the time seem crazy and why me and, you know, and, but the reality is now that we're through them, we see how that experience makes us a better leader mm-hmm. and likewise allows us to work with women who have gone through a similar experience because 
now we can relate to it. Yeah. And, you know, I, to, to piggyback up off of that, you know, I knew that I wanted a different life for five years. You know, I wanted to move to either San Francisco or San Diego and I wanted more freedom. And it was like the thought of shutting my business down and restarting in a new state, like that sounded exhausting to me. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't want to just do the same thing, you know? And, and I, I didn't know what it looked like. And, you know, so, but what happened was when I was going through and working through my obstacles, healing through them and working through them, the whole time I had a vision for the life that I wanted to live. I had no idea how I was going to create it, but I had a vision and it was like, you know, I had this plan. I'm going to do this online. You know, at the time I, I started out as a fertility coach and then and then I moved, morphed into the womb healing and the spiritual healing and the mentorship and everything that I do now, which is just so many things, right? And what it allowed me to do, those obstacles, and I firmly believe this for people, and it can be very hard to recognize this in the moment when you're going through it. Yeah. These are the things that like really nudge you and sometimes quite forcefully <laughs> put you on the path that you're meant to be doing like this, my work that I do now is my life's work. Like I know this and it will, I'm sure continue to evolve and morph and grow as I continue to evolve and morph and grow. But I knew that being in an office working dollars for hours and, you know, having, I mean, I had a pretty, you know, fairly cush life, but there were limitations and restrictions. So I wanted a life of freedom. And, you know, that's what I've been able to create for myself because of these things. And, and, you know, I do want to just add a little caveat is that I believe that we are always on our path, but sometimes we can kind of just get stuck, you know, if you're <laughs> hiking and there's like this giant, you know, shelf, you don't realize like, oh, I can just do this little like walk around right here. It's like, you just keep, you know, and so that's where I was. It was like, I just kept kind of bumping up against the same obstacle without realizing, oh, and so the universe just was like, here, you need to go this way. And, you know, and then I was able to get to where, you know, I've been wanting to go for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what do you feel, um, what did you use, what tools or mentors or, you know, books or spiritual leaders, you know, did you kind of, were your guideposts, were your, your light that kept you moving forward or was, did you really work through all of this on your own? In large part, I worked through a lot of it on my own, but there were some resources that I will forever be indebted to and grateful for. Uh, you know, at the time I, I had almost no money, um, but the, the month before my dad died, he had been hospitalized and I was missing a lot of work and, you know, again, trading dollars for hours. Yep. So I, you know, and finding myself, you know, about to not have any income coming in at all and not knowing where it's come from. And I hadn't studied, I hadn't really gotten into money mindset work and wealth consciousness development at that time, it was wealth consciousness was a phrase that was, I had discovered in and around that time. And I was like, I have no idea what this is. And so I was very much in a, in unnaturally, understandably in a victim mindset and in a very much lack mentality. So I was creating a lot of that for myself as well. And um, what, so where I found myself, so I, I ended up because I, I couldn't turn to going and having happy hour every night, you know, like, <laughs> whereas right. previous to being pregnant, that's what I would have done. And I would have avoided, you know, really doing the work that I needed to do. So, you know, I really was forced to go in and do this work. And so I spent just about every night that this is through the winter in the bathtub by candlelight, crying my eyes out oh. and um, reading. There's the, this one phrase from the book, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown really started to shift things for me. That whole book, it was, you know, one of those books I'd bought three years prior 
and was never able to get into. Yes. And then I read it during this time and it was like every single word is written for me. It yeah. was just, you know, I was like, I picked it up off the bookshelf and I've always been an avid book collector. And I was like, okay, this, I don't know why, but I'm reading this. And, <laughs> you know, I took a bath every night and, and um, read this book. And there was one phrase in there where she said as a sentence and she said, uh, when you numb the dark, you numb the light. And then she went Ooh. on to talk about how for as dark as things feel, there's an equal and greater lightness. And so that whole thing, just like, it was like, I had a completely new level of understanding. And, you know, I was, you know, again, I was pregnant from rape and my entire life was just like flipped upside down. And I, I didn't even admit that I was raped for four months because I've always been a strong, independent woman, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that didn't happen to me. And, and so when I really started like admitting that and, and, you know, acknowledging it and then all the emotions and the, the trauma and just everything, you know, coming up and, and working through that, the, the emotions were so deep and so raw. I'd never experienced anything like that in my life at that time. And it, it gave me hope when I read that because it was like, wow, I am in. And as, as she actually called it in that, in her book, and I believe this is actually a native American saying the swamp land of the soul. I was in the swamp land of the soul at the time. And you know, I recognize, okay, I'm grateful that I can't just go to happy hour and have margaritas <laughs> because I would be to numbing numb yourself. These, right. Yeah. Cause I would be numbing these exactly. very intense emotions and for how deep and dark and like intense is really the only word I can describe. These emotions are right now. There is something on the other side of the spectrum that is going to be so bright and so magnificent and so incredible. And I also get to experience those emotions as well too. So it gave me hope because I was like, oh my gosh, this isn't gonna last forever. I will move through and there's gonna be something so freaking incredible. I can't even wrap my, I, I can't even grasp it in my head. And so, that was really the turning point for me where it was like, oh, okay, I have something to really to look forward to, you know? And, and it was the feeling of that because they were just such deep, heartbroken, wild, crazy emotions. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have something so wonderful to look forward to because this doesn't feel good right here. Well, and that, I mean, that, that is, is a remarkable story because it, that takes a lot of self-courage to absolutely positively being pregnant and just believing that there is something greater for you. The brightness is there for you. And to be able to keep yourself focused in that manner and keep yourself moving forward is just amazing. I, I mean, that, that I, I honor you for that because it, it is, it's hard to do it yourself. Yeah. Um, and especially without your dad also. And yeah, I, I think the universe really wanted to just totally shift you. <laughs> it was a very isolated time in my life. And mm -hmm. so, you know, and I, I lost a lot of friends and I, uh, either people that just, you know, there are a lot of people that I lost because I came out about my rape and they, whatever triggered whatever insecurity or whatever in them. And there was also just a lot of people that I realized really didn't honor and serve my highest good. Yeah. And so I, I intentionally eliminated a lot of people from my life and, and, you know, it was dark of winter. It's also symbolic, right? Like it in the is. middle of winter, <laughs> I was up in this apartment surrounded by trees and the woods and it was just dark and cold and, you know, and, and all the things. And then, you know, here I would be sitting in this bathtub crying by candlelight, but then, <laughs> It was like, I found this light within me yeah. that I could lean on to. And it was so, so the gifts of imperfection was really a massive turning point for me. And then, you know, and then I started listening to Tony Robbins and it was, I, I, 
I love this so much. I love this version of myself, this woman who I was, because I just, I want to just, I think about her and I just want to wrap my angel wings in my arms around her because oh, she was so committed. You made a comment earlier of really being committed to yourself, but what it was is being committed to my dreams, right? And so, and the life I wanted to grow, I've always been, and one of the things that I say a lot to my followers and to my clients is you've got to act in service of your desires. And that's really what I, I lived by. And I had no idea what I was going to do. You know, I was creating this program and I was an online program for fertility and that's because I was a nutritional therapist. And I was like, I'm going to sell this program and I'm going to, you know, create a, so I created this entire thing. You know, I bought all the studio equipment and the fancy camera and the lighting and the (laughs) backgrounds. And I still look at pictures and look, I'll send you some, I look at pictures of this, you know, it was eight and a half, nine and a half pregnant version of myself. And she was just so good. And she had no idea what she was doing. And she bought all the programs on, you know, and like went so broke because uh, all the, you know, money I made from selling my business just went into buying all this stuff. And it was like all the things that I tell people now you don't need to buy. Right, exactly. Programs on how to write a sales page. And just, you know, <laughs> I don't even fucking write sales pages anymore. Pardon my language. But, uh, you know, and it's like all these things. And, but I was just, you know, I had no idea. And I was grasping at straws and I was, I was just acting in service for what I thought was the best thing. And, you know, like I still have my teleprompter glass thing from my script oh, wow. out these things and and you know I I was I had it all figured out that I was gonna create a program I created a three-month program and I was gonna sell it for $2.97 a, to a person and I thought that was so much money but I spent <laughs> hours and hours I spent 14 hours on the sales video for my website when you know and and um just all these things. And yeah, I'm so grateful to that version of myself now. And, and but the, and the version that, that sweet, beautiful, like wonderful girl was just getting ready to expect her first baby. And it was just all in this, I'm going to make this happen. The number of times she Googled how to overcome limiting beliefs, <laughs> you know, and it was like, at the time there was nothing on actually like, how do you do this? And I had become aware of all these limiting beliefs, but I had no idea how to actually overcome them. And so I discovered Tony Robbins and there's all these things, but it was never like, but how do I actually do it? You know, yeah. I wasn't grasping the shift wasn't grasping the shift or any of that. And, uh, but you know, I was just committed to it. And again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade any one of those moments (laughs) for the world. And I just, again, I think about her and I just want to wrap so much love around her and, you know, because I'm here right now because of her and, you know, it seemed in the moment, I want to just, to everybody who's listening, whoever, feels like they're doing all the things and things just aren't happening and you see that they're you're, you're looking at that they're not happening and you're doing all the work and you're listening to podcasts and you're listening to youtube videos and you're you know tony robbins or abraham hicks or you know theogenosis or whoever it is you're <laughs> listening to right it's like keep going and keep doing it because you know it's like the only there's no failure there's only quitting right? Like something, you will have a breakthrough. You just, you just have to keep going and you have to love yourself. You have to love the version of you that were, you were yesterday and an hour ago and last month and last year, because you, you will get there. It's, there's no question of whether or not you will. It's, it's just the question of whether or not you're going to keep going or you're going to quit. Or you're going to quit or stop. So what do you, in, in the work that you do with, with your, um, clients, what do you feel is the biggest challenge that holds them back from making that shift? And how do you, what do you incorporate in your work with them to break, have those breakthroughs? So I do a lot of work with energy. I mean, I believe everything is energy and we have, it's the energy that we have within and, you know, how we, choose to utilize that. So, you know, money is energy and your ability to attract clients and opportunities and, you know, whatever, everything is energy. And so 
I have a number of different skill sets, but what I really, really love working is I love doing what I call quantum shifting. And, you know, there's, there's a version of you in a different alternate reality that is already living the life that you want. There's a, there's a version of you that's living a life that's so beyond your wildest dreams. You can't even fathom it. Like the multi billionaire, like the happiest, most fulfilled woman on the world. You know, there's, there's a, there's an unlimited number of universes. And so there's an unlimited number of versions of you and, and do a lot of work with connecting with that woman, that version of you. And, and there's a way that you can, you know, you can actually like quantum jump into a different reality and you can merge with and actually step into her and you can gain her wisdom. You can gain her knowledge. You can, you know, the, the stuff that she doesn't carry. It's like when you step into her, the fears and the doubts and the, the restrictions and the excuses as the reasons why you're not successful that so many people love to cling to all these things. It's just like, they just melt away because when you step into her, she doesn't have them. Right. And you step in her level of confidence, you step into her clarity, you step in, you step in her energy and you actually become her. And so the more consistent you step into her and, and you're, you're in that energy, you're going to compound the time in which it takes for it to come into your reality. Right. So I, I do a lot of that and there's a lot of different variations and varieties uh, and ways that I will teach people to shift. And, you know, one of the most important things that, and, you know, I'm sure your clients or your listeners have heard it before and whether you have, or if this is your first time, it's, it never ceases to get less important. Right. And it's always like, come down, come back to the foundations. I have a lot of women come to me and they're like, you know, I want to, I want to build a six figure business. I want to start making $10,000 a month. I want to start making $20,000 a month. And they're like, you know, they've got all these long convoluted systems and things in place. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you, how do you even enjoy making these? Like what? And they're like, no, I hate it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, I'm known for like, I take things back down to the basics. I take it back because it works. You don't have to have everything so long and drawn out and, you know, crazy funnels that, you know, are like nails on a chalkboard to make or to even think about making, you know, and at least that's how they are for me. If you enjoy making them and that's fun for you, then that works for you. That's great. But you know, it, it, it gets to be simple. It gets to be easy. And most importantly, it gets to be really, really fun. So really connecting with the emotion, right? How are you going to feel when you're making 20 grand a month? When you're making 10 grand a month, how are you going to feel when you sign your first one-on-one -on -one client? How are you going to feel when you, you know, have your first $20,000 paying full client, you know, like you're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel ecstatic. You're going to feel exhilarated. Awesome. How do you feel right now? Stressed and worried and wondering how the hell I'm going to pay my bills. I'm like, well, that's a complete contrast, right? Like you've got to, that's kind of extreme, but actually in the entrepreneur world, that's also unfortunately. Nope. Nope. It it's more common than is desired. And I'm on a mission to change that. So. Yes. I love that. mission. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, how do you embody the next level Lindsay in your day-to-day -day life? Given, you know, again, the fact you're a single mom and, and you've got responsibilities and this is your business. So how do you embody all of that? Well, the most important thing that I do is I, is I focus on how I feel. And I, I work on really like protecting my vibe, right? So it's like, okay, what do I need to do to take care of myself? For me, I have to exercise, I have to drink water. And it's just like, I know that I feel strong. I feel confident. I stand up straight. Um, and, and I get really, really inspired when I'm exercising. So like for me, that's just a, a, a very important part of my life. I feel very stagnant when I have it. And I actually just got over a cold. So yeah, the other day, one of my first run in over a week and it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> heaven, heaven. Yeah. but I, you know, and so I really focus on how I feel. I'm like, okay, so the version of me that makes $50,000 a month, like how does she, she is confident and as fuck. I do, but again, part of my language, I, you know, swear. So oh, totally fine with me. And yeah. I'm sure my listeners absolutely understand. I've had a couple podcasts where they've given a lot of, you know, and so anyways, um, 
you know, I'm like, okay, so the $50,000 a month version, this is what I'm aligning with, right? And, and she is confident, she is empowered, she feels, she's elated, but she's also having fun and, and enjoying life. Not everything is so freaking serious, right? So it's like, okay, like, how can I embody that? How can I feel that? I need to feel that right now. So she makes, she takes goddess days, you know, I don't always have the luxury of of going to the spa once a week or once a month or whatever, you know, I'm a full-time single mom and I run a business and, but you know, I have a beautiful big soaking bathtub and I, I have my goddess time at home. So whether it's, uh, you know, Owen's in school, like he is right now, I look like that's what I did before this. I, you know, I had an hour and a half and I meditated and I made this beautiful lunch and I did a face mask and I, took a shower and I, you know, took care of myself and did my makeup and, and all the things. And that makes me feel, it makes me feel really confident. It makes me feel sexy. It makes me feel empowered. And so I really focus on being that version of myself now. And, you know, one of the beautiful things I love about that, that Joe Dispenza talks about is, you know, to change your personal reality, you've got to change your personal, your personality, right? So to, you know, which means like really embodying and feeling those elevated emotions. I mean, I doubt any of the listeners who are listening right now, when they're making $50,000, a month, are going to be going through their day going, well, my life sucks, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. no, it's just like, I, and I wake up, oh, oh, and you know, we, he sleeps in my bed more often than I, I wish to admit. And I have this gorgeous big window out of my bedroom. I'm looking at it right now. And there's a mountain right there and just covered in every morning. I, I get to look up and I get to see the sun rising over the mountain. The very first words out of my mouth were this morning or today's going to be such a magical day. And, you know, I know that the, the 50 grand, hundred thousand dollar a month, a version of me, like every moment is a miracle. And this is something that I really embody right now I'm like every I witnessed the miracles and the beauty and just how incredible life is right now and I, I really focus on feeling that that's the most important thing and really nurturing and taking care of myself and doing the things that make me feel really good because when I'm feeling really good guess what not only am I going to be in flow and in alignment but I'm going to be really inspired I'm going to be an amazing coach I'm going to be the best mom I'm going to be a more patient mom and um <laughs> yeah which is very important and you know I'm just I'm going to be able to you know I'm a content machine when I'm feeling inspired it's like the stuff that just flows out of my mouth I know I'm just downloading straight from source straight from God and you know, I'm pumping out some just really, really beautiful, inspirational, life-changing work and content. And, I'll, you know, there's so much that I give away for free. And it's, it's, it's a joy and a gift and a pleasure for me to be able to do that. And so getting into that space that I know is going to make me feel like that is, is number one priority. So, and, and a couple of the other things I really want to mention, because this is so important, is, you know, people often when, when things are going really well, they stop doing the inner work. Yeah. But the thing is, is things are going really well because you're doing the inner work. So making time, like making meditating, making journaling a priority every single day is, is just absolutely life-changing. And so I really, I really strive to do that every single day too. And, and again, I know going back to, you know, I have a three and a half year old, and if anyone here has had kids, you know, toddlers in that age, like there are some special moments, right? Um, um, both the light and the dark end of the spectrum, right? They're figuring out their emotions. And, you know, so I really, it is important to me. And I know it's important to every mom out there to be a present mom. And I know that I'm definitely not perfect. I have my moments where, uh, you know, the Owen will be talking to me. And the other day he was like, mom, look at me. I was, you know, trying to do 50 things at once because, you know, I'm a parent and, you know, I'm trying to cook dinner and I'm trying to, you know, like listen to the messages from my clients and all this stuff. And, and, you know, but, but really having the intention of being a present mom and being, you know, as patient as possible. And I know that when I take care of myself and I'm protecting my vibe and I'm focusing on feeling good is the most important thing. 
for not only the success of my business, but having a beautiful relationship with my son and cultivating that and, and being present and being patient is <laughs> so necessary for that. <laughs> well, and I, and you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to follow you and, and, you know, we've, um, we're in the same circles online and, and that's how I know Lindsay and, and you are, and there are times where, you know, you're doing a live and Owen wants to participate and you really just kind of go with the flow. And I know that sometimes I think we, we want to like, you know, have our children be quiet and be behaved and, and the reality is, no, this is my life. Yeah. I'm a single mom. Uh, this is my son. You know, he doesn't want to go play by himself right now, but we're going forward. And I think that that is what women need to see mm-hmm. in um, that it's not so separate. And even the women, for example, that are in nine to five jobs, and because that was also part of my recent background, so I used to think it was the nine to five job, and then I would come home and do my business. And it really... It, it isn't two different things and one's not going to be successful if you're not integrating them. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I started finding those gaps in my lunch hour and my breaks to really merge the two that I then was able to grow my business and then be able to leave my nine to five. So yeah, absolutely. It, it, and I love that you said this too, because you know, there will be, when I was doing fertility coaching, it was like, I thought that I had to, have it all together. You know, and my son was not even a year old. Well, there was, he turned one when I was doing this and there are, I, I, I had gotten to the point where I was, I was just so broken. You know, I had to leave my groceries at the store twice in a week when he was six weeks old. And if anyone's breastfed, you know, the hunger you feel when you're breastfeeding. And I just, you know, I was so hungry and I couldn't think straight and my food stamps didn't come through. And I was just, and this really, you know, it was, it was my rock bottom and, you know, choosing to either let my phone get cut off or let my, let my heat get cut off and winter, you know, and just all these things. And so finally, like, again, I had enough and I just, it was not sustainable and everything I was trying just wasn't working. Um, I ended up moving in with my mom and she lived in Southern California. I lived in Portland, Oregon. And so I got rid of all of my stuff and packed up my son and my two dogs and the, you know, the few things that I kept and, you know, drove for four days down to (laughs) Southern California and went and lived in Palm Desert in her little 800 square foot two bedroom house. And I, I was just getting into doing Facebook lives and, you know, I, I actually just referenced one of them for one of my clients a couple of weeks ago, because it was like, you know, I had everything scripted and written down and I would schedule my mom to babysit. And I would like, there's this really quick courtyard. There's this one Facebook live in particular, and there was this really beautiful courtyard and I would have them inside and then I would go outside and it would be like, nobody knew that I was a mom or that I couldn't afford like a babysitter or a nanny. Right. Um, you know, that I couldn't afford anything really. And then, you know, and so I had it all set up and all perfectly and I had my little stand and I had everything. And we lived at the end of a cul-de-sac, the freaking garbage man drove by <laughs> and he had to do like a 14 point turn. So it was constant. Beep, oh no. Beep, and I'm like bright red. I'm all made up. My makeup is perfect. And you know what? Like I was struggling so hard to make, you know, I signed a few clients then, yeah. you know, but it was like, I was making between one and $3,000 a month and just like hitting a brick wall all the time. But when I realized, you know, I was like, okay, this isn't, this is not really what I I enjoy doing this. I don't like doing this at all. And what I realized really what my life's work was, is like womb healing and, and all of this, you know, ancestral healing and, and rewriting all the stuff, like things that I've gone through that had been so profound for me in law of attraction. I started teaching this and it was like, my clients were getting amazing results. I was getting amazing. Like, it was just like, this is amazing. And it would just lit me up so much. Well, during that time I decided to, you know, it was like, it was like, I came out online and I thought everybody was going to, I was not going to have any more followers. I had like 200 (laughs) people in my Facebook group and I was like, okay, I live with my mom and I went almost homeless six months ago and I had to do this. And then it was like, oh my gosh, everyone noticed. And then I was getting the engagement. And then, you know, I was, 
I got to the point where I was like, I was so inspired that I had to come online. And if I was sweaty, I still come on. I was, I did a Facebook live in the middle of my run the other day because it felt <laughs> so good. You know, I was like, yeah. I don't care what I look like. I know. I'm inspired. I feel good. I'm yeah. going to do something. And you know what I, and I talk about, I built a multi six figure business. I did. I built a to, like in 15 months, I went from zero to $220,000 with my son on my boob breastfeeding. I mean, there's over a hundred Facebook lives where he's, I'm literally just breastfeeding him. <laughs> and, cause what, and I was like, so many women are reaching out to me. They're going, how do you do that? I'm like, what do you mean? How I just, did you see me? I put him on my boob and I did the Facebook live. Like, that's just what I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And it was like, when I decided to say, I don't freaking care what people like what my perception is of people thinking how it should look like, I don't care. You know, I was like, I have a thing. I like, I'm not perfectly like I'm not scripted. I never have anything scripted anymore. And I'm like, there, it's just like, this is what it looks like. So, you know, I'm a single mom. This is whatever I'm living with my mom. So what, you know, and, and uh, I, you know, again, I'm just, I'm so grateful also for that version because it's like, you know, that just inspired so many people. I still get people ask me how, how you do that. And I'm like, you, you just decide. And I yes. think that comes down to the biggest thing is you just decide. And I think a lot of people, you know, they spend a lot of money doing programs and coaching and doing things, but they're not really fully showing up because they haven't fully decided yet and when you do it's like you now you're going to come in now you're going to do the, the inner work now you're not going to make up the excuses for why you can't be successful because if you are if you're listening and you're realizing that you're making up these excuses and there's always like oh, i don't have enough time or my kids or my job or my partner or whatever you know i don't have the makeup i get home from work and i'm tired i'm just not you know like those are all excuses yes absolutely so and, and the more you the more you commit to your excuses, the farther away your dream life's going to be. You have to start deciding that your dreams are more important than your excuses. Absolutely, and that's that's just such a key statement right there. Yeah. And um, and and it is the fact that people want to see real people. They don't want to see the people. They relate to you and me because we're ourselves. And so it's not the background and it's not all the things that we used to see years ago online and think that that was the model. And nowadays, no, it's just be human, be yourself, show up authentically, um, have a good day, have a bad day, eat an ice cream. Um, you know, whatever you're doing is, is what is interesting because it what people relate to and it's that building of relationships yeah and you know I think that's where really like the feminine energy comes into so much and the you know feminine energy has been suppressed for so long yes right and so many people are coming or are awakening to it which is beautiful and recognizing that they're really not in touch with it and you know the masculine energy is overused and and is equally if not more wounded because it's just so freaking you know like it's just it's a complete imbalance right yeah you it's just like if you're hustling and doing and doing and doing and doing and doing and you're getting burned out it's because all you're you're in just masculine energy all the time and so that that authenticity and really being comfortable with who you are in this moment and being not only comfortable, but being okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And that's just really that nurturing, nurturing yourself. And like, that's like, what's a greater gift of self-love than that? Exactly. Exactly. So what's next for you? What do oh you gosh. have on the horizon? What's, you know, well, I have, well, as you know, so I, re I recently published my first book, which is very exciting. Yes. And, uh, it, it was really wild how it all came about. And, you know, it, it's like, I, I kind of did it backwards, whereas like the book was published and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, it was just a really interesting time as you're, as you're well aware of. And, uh, it just all of a sudden was there. So I'm excited to do more book launch and actually have like an official book launch party. I am working on getting it ready to be in bookstores. Hopefully it will be in bookstores by the new year. It's available on Amazon now. And, um, I really am looking forward to getting on stage and speaking and doing more in-person events and putting together a, a, a luxury healing and mastermind retreat for, for February. And, but really also just doing like 
in-person uh, where I live in the Pacific Northwest in Hood River is, you know, I want to do like monthly healing sessions, just, you know, have a bunch of people come and do group meditation and just really bring people together in person. Because as you were mentioning, as you were talking about earlier, everything is about connection. And I am so grateful for the technology that we have and that I get to work with people all over the world from my cell phone. Um, there is a part that I really, really miss about my last business, which was, you know, I really get to do really doing in-person work yesterday. I had a one-on-one -on -one client actually come to my house and it was amazing. She lives an hour away and she drove here and it's just the most beautiful thing. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to do in-person stuff on, in a number of different ways, you know, from speaking on stage to doing a little book tour and book signing and doing some in-person workshops. And I would, I really want to put together an in-person uh, female entrepreneurs summit. So. Ooh, that yeah. sounds so exciting. Yeah. And, and I, do you want to share where your February retreat is? Because that's super luxurious <sighs> right there. Theo, you are one of the only persons actually, you might oh. be the only person actually. And I, I'm so happy to share it because actually by the time this airs, it will, I will have been promoting it, but it is in Kauai. It is actually, the, it starts on February 20th, which is the day after my birthday. And I'm so excited. Uh, we will be doing a four day retreat. It will be, it's a, it's a luxury high end retreat. So all except for airfare, all expenses are taken care of. We're doing photo shoots. We're doing spas and, and a, you know, some incredible excursions as well as some really, really powerful sisterhood connection, uh, masterminding and healing. And I am just so excited. And then we're going to have a big party at the end of it too. Oh, that sounds so yes, and, you delightful. Know, having, having it around my birthday is just a great excuse. I love my birthday every <laughs> year and you know, I'm just, I'm so, so excited for the magic that is going to become, come. and it's the, the whole, the retreat is called miracles and it's all about really awakening and opening and getting connecting with that realm of miracles because when you do it's like your entire life changes in transform. So it's so exciting. Absolutely. In the Poipu area of Kauai. I'm so excited. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's going to be so amazing. And, um, we will put all of Lindsay's contact information in the show notes, including a link to her Amazon book and which you didn't even share what the title was. And, I love it. I'm so obsessed with my I love book. the it's, cover. I'm obsessed with you. the cover. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm going to get it blown up and, and printed and hung up at my house. I just love it. It's called Naked, A Woman Reborn. It is a self-help memoir. So if anyone's listening and they're like, you know, you, you recognize that you have a lot of stuff from your past you're holding on to, no matter what your past looks like, right? How colorful or not colorful it is. Um, I guide you through so many healings that you can do for yourself because again I didn't have really any resources when I was doing this and you know I'm, I'm blessed that I you know I, well I had resources in the form of knowledge and you tried and a couple of books but I've been an energy healer and I had been for a long time so it was just a lot of it was kind of connecting with my guides and and I've done these on with hundreds of other women and these are what transformed and allowed me to you know heal from my own my own trauma because you know there was several months I couldn't even touch my I couldn't even touch myself and washing mm -hmm. myself in the shower would be like as quickly as I could because it was just so uncomfortable to even touch myself sure. so you know I guide you through ancestral healing womb healing um and really developing your self-worth and your confidence and so many other exercises through this. So it's just, it's a really powerful book, I have to say. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, it's the, the reviews and the results that women have had from reading it. I've just, then the stories that I've had have just, I mean, it's been more than I ever expected. It's just been really touching and heartwarming. So 
Yeah, well, Naked well, A Woman Reborn will hopefully be available in bookstores by the end of the year, but is currently available on paperback and also on Amazon Kindle. So. Yay! Yes, well, you. Lindsay, this has been such a pleasure. It's been so awesome to get a chance to chat with you and get to know you on a different perspective and share your story and your insights and your wisdom with everybody that's listening to this podcast and um Again, we'll put all of Lindsay's contact information below. Feel free to reach out to her. She's got a great um, Facebook group, and um, she's always, always, always getting such great inspirational content. <laughs> so, oh, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I have two quick questions for you, just for some fun. So um, what, is, um, what is your favorite type of music? Ooh, okay. I like this. So I've got a couple different answers because I just, you know, and really anything that makes my body want to move. But I love like Michael Franti, kind of like rock reggae and talks, sings a lot about love. I also love Stevie yeah. Wonder and Tom Petty. So like lots of, but live music, I yeah. love dancing to bluegrass. I awesome. love dancing to bluegrass. <laughs> and That's <laughs> I love that. Very I love that. <laughs> and so um, other than Kauai, where would be, if you could leave on a plane tomorrow, where would you go? Instantly what I want to say is Italy, which is amazing because I've always wanted to do Bora Bora, but in this moment right now, what comes off the top of my head is Italy and, you know, go visit the Mediterranean. I love that. I love that. Well, again, I thank you so much for taking some time today to spend with us and share all your goodness. And um, I know that we will be doing some, we'll cross paths in the future. Yes, so. we will. Thank you so much for shining your light and allowing me to shine some of mine here. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Next Level Woman. My desire is to bring you guests and information that inspire you to become the next level woman in your life, relationships, and business. If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them on any of your social media platforms. And if you have ideas for future episodes, reach out to me. You can find the information in the show notes below. Here's to all of us becoming and stepping into the next level woman.